Iran is on the international hot seat again, and again the issue is its nuclear program. The UN Security Council has passed another resolution to press Iran to suspend its uranium enrichment. The Iranian government is playing hardball. As for the Iranian public, though, well, it's hard to say. Credible opinion polls are not easy to come by in Iran. But the BBC's John Line was permitted to do live, televised interviews with ordinary Iranian citizens. The people he spoke with today did not think the nuclear issue was all that important, with the occasional exception. I think it is everyone's right to have the nuclear material, and I think there is no connection between weapon studies and nuclear material in Iran. Ever since uh, Mr. Ahmadinejad has come to power, uh, he is uh, very much focusing when he is uh, making uh, public speeches, interviews, etc., etc. He is very much, uh, he very much focuses on the nuclear issue as though it is the only issue which is of uh, importance in, in Iran. There are other important issues like unemployment, like job, job security and other things. I don't think the nuclear issue is very important. Some of the opinions the BBC's John Line gathered today in Tehran. He told me he also met up with a teacher named Kava who told John that he doesn't think the nuclear issue is all that important either. There are much more concerns like inflation, unemployment, and stuff like that that we can just, in, you know, we are too much involved with this matter. But I believe that Iranian um, nuclear program is for peaceful purposes, as, you know, Mohammad Al-Baradai has already mentioned in his reports to Security Council. And I think they're just taking it too much serious, not like allowing other countries to benefit from this energy. So these new sanctions won't get the Iranian people rising up and telling their government, stop this nuclear program? Maybe it will happen, maybe it will not happen. It depends on uh, the you know, condition of people in Iran. You know, naturally, Iran is very rich with national resources. So the main thing that will trigger people towards uh, you know, raising or anything like that would be financial problems, some shortages. So, so far, we don't have any kind of such problem. I don't think it's going to be very problematic. Let me ask you something else. We sometimes hear language from the Bush administration that seems to suggest that the, the Iranian people are, are kind of on the edge of rising up. They they're totally don't like their government and they yearn to be free. Is that fair? How, how much do you think people here support the government and support the system? You know, Iranian people much more stick to tradition. The tradition supports the government, so that Iranian people stick to tradition, so equally they support the government. But certainly people here in North Tehran, for example, I know we're in the richer part of Tehran, but people here, the women don't like wearing the hijab. Uh, frankly, they'd, they'd like to have alcohol available in the bars, which obviously it's not. Actually, hijab is not something like a... It is a have-to, you know, and those people that they live in Iran, uh, they have to respect the laws, like, like other laws that they have to respect. Now, mainly, you know, it, it separates because men don't suffer from this matter. Iran is a male-dominated society, so it's not going to be that... And, you know, this matter is not going to be that much challengeable for men. So, like other rules, they have to respect this law. And on a more wider political issue, how much can you say how much freedom you have here, freedom to criticize the government and to choose the candidates you really want in the election next week? Well, uh, criticizing the government is uh, somehow possible in Iran. Why not? You know, we have to criticize. I mean, we can criticize the way government acts. But there are red lines, aren't there? Definitely. I mean, uh, there are some red lines. I think it's true for every country around the world. You're everywhere you're not supposed, there are always some red lines that we cannot just pass those red lines. But altogether, we can talk about things that uh, refer to social issues, not, not specifically for some, you know, political issues or stuff like that. No, we are not supposed to.
Kaveh, very, very interesting to speak to you. Uh, John, if I can ask you one final question. Is, is anything that you've been hearing from uh, Tehranians on the street today, is anything surprising you? I've been actually pleasantly surprised with the amount of uh, dissent and people disagreeing with the government and, and more, more to the point, their willingness to express it in public. Um, because there has been a crackdown on dissent here, there's no doubt about that. A lot of newspapers and magazines have been closed. But nevertheless, I, I certainly find ordinary people are very willing and free to talk. It, it's the, the government is in much more of a bunker mentality, much less willing to talk to foreigners and certainly much less open to that sort of, uh, sort of constructive criticism I've heard from a lot of people, including Kaveh here today. John Lyon, thank you so much. That was fascinating. Thank you very much, John Lyon from Tehran, and thanks to uh, Kaveh as well. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed.